What was your experience in sharing something that God spoke to you during one of your journaling sessions with God? Welcome to the 49th podcast of Renew Your Mind. We've been going over a 30-day challenge to Bible journaling. I'm Pastor Paul Grunberg, the senior pastor at First United Methodist Church in Gaylord. I'm here with Jordan Chambers, our pastor of youth and family. And we've been talking about Bible journaling. The challenge uh, for you is to begin or to have begun Bible journaling over these last few weeks. And in our session today, we just are going to talk a little bit more about our own personal experiences in Bible journaling. Uh, when Jordan, when you think back in your life uh, where you've been journaling, what have you experienced? Uh, any memorable experiences in your journaling? Uh, I remember I remember my ordination. Uh, I received a gift from a member of the congregation of the church that was at at the time. And she gave me a uh, King James leather, goat leather bound margin Bible that she had been using. Wow. So um, she was an elderly woman in the congregation. And while there was plenty of room for me to write in, I had a head start with all the thoughts that she had shared. Mm. And it was kind of neat because it made me want to just leaf through and look at some of the notes that she had taken. And it really led me on the track of of using margin Bibles. I really like using the space in the Bibles to write the mm-hmm. thoughts I have. Um, I I still do that. I wish I had my Bible with me. Uh, I share I'd share with you some of the things that uh, have really stuck out with me over the years. Um, you know, I I know Galatians five is pretty marked up for me. Mm-hmm. I know Romans fourteen and Romans twelve. Uh, I know there's a few Old Testament passages that just have a lot of meaning to me and that have really spoken to me uh, as I as I went through them. Um, and even in sermon preparations, sometimes uh, when you're, maybe you're listening as a Sunday school teacher or uh, a small group uh, leader or something like that, as you're going through, I've had this experience a lot where I'm I'm preparing to teach something you know, something from the scriptures and I'm learning just days before I'm about to teach on it, (laughs) you Uh know, and it's neat. It's almost intimidating. You're like, wow, am I going to be ready? Because this is so much information, but this feels like you constantly can learn new things Mm -hmm. from old passages that you rehash. I find, you know, you know, in my experience um, through all of that, especially with in the margins, um, as I go over maybe some old things that came up when I was doing sermon prep or came up when I was doing devotions or came up when I was in a small group setting, um, it's just, it brings back memories of some of those things, mm-hmm. um, that, that can be effective. I think, I think Psalm, I think it's Psalm 143 where David says, um, he basically talks about how the world is kind of crashing in on him and there's a lot of bad things happening, but he says, but I find refuge and in meditating on who you are and what you've done Mm -hmm. and reflecting on those things. So I know over the years, as I uh, study out the scriptures and, and then write down even just quick little 
things here or there, or just underline, like I say, just emphasize what the Bible's already saying. Right. Um, I find those to be effective tools for me, just as I'm living life, to go back through and over, especially some key areas. But yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting, uh, this 30-day challenge. One of the things we're going to be asking you is to send to either Pastor Jordan or myself or to Dana Hall, or send it to the church FUMC office or FUMC editor at wintel.net. What you're experiencing in regard to this 30-day challenge, we're really interested in knowing what you are experiencing. And our next podcast, Podcast 50, will be talking about your experiences. Uh, We won't use your names. We won't uh, share that information. But we want to share the joys, the uh, maybe the difficulties that you've had in beginning this, or if you've been a journaler for a long time, uh, to share your experiences regarding that on our next podcast. And I know also, for me, this is the case. I assume it's for everyone else, but uh, there are certain passages, mm-hmm. not necessarily that are more important, but they definitely mean more to me. Mm-hmm. Um that speak to me and that I go back to often. And I'd love, I'd just be so curious to see what some of those passages are for some, you know, for some of the listeners out there, some of the folks that are, Mm -hmm. that are doing the journaling, you know, um, in college, uh, reading through the book of Romans. And I was a ministerial student, had a couple of the guys who were, you know, training to be pastors. And we were reading through the Romans together had an amazing lunch conversation with a gentleman named Nick and some other guys. And the result of that conversation was an eye-opening approach to especially the end of Romans, but to Romans 14 and and really how we treat each other in Mm. in disagreement and agreement in our walk with Christ together as Christians. And I know that passage is something, Romans 14, it has been something that I have— uh, very much appreciated. And in my margin Bible, I know it says in there, uh, the scriptures say uh, that there is no unclean thing, but what we do outside of faith is unclean. And otherwise, if if we are listening to music, music is a neutral entity. It's not something that's good or bad in of itself, but it's something we can use for good or for bad, you mm-hmm. know, and I wrote in my Bible just a list of all the things, and I thought that could apply to the way I dress, the way I talk, the things I do, the thing, you know, all mm-hmm. of these things. Are these things clean or unclean based off of my faith and, mm-hmm. and how I'm using them? And, uh, just, I just, I, I know that was one of the first eye opening. It's a passage I still go back toward uh, and, and think about. And I would just be curious to see what some other folks, um, maybe what passages they have out there that. They've experienced over the last thirty days, or yeah, yeah. experienced or, in their journaling. Yeah, maybe something that was ten years ago. Yeah, but you constantly go back to it, or something. Just something that's been real impact. What's what's one of those passages that maybe you've been reading back over and mm-hmm. writing about and and thinking about? Right. So, Jordan, you had uh, an experience where you grew up in a family that encouraged some type of. Uh, writing of scripture uh, to help memorize or to journal. Mm -hmm. Uh, My experience was a bit different in that 
I was in my 20s when I had my renewal with the Lord, and I joined a discipling class. It was a navigator's class, and one of the one of the tasks that we had to do in this discipleship class was to journal. And it was, I'm not kidding you, Jordan. If I had three inches to write, that was it. Was it. Full, huh? it was full, right? <laughs> I mean, the lines were small, but yeah. the but what they had at the top of each journal entry uh, was the date, the scripture you read, and, and then the question it asked, and you had about two lines, maybe three, is what scripture uh, spoke to you most? And then you'd write that scripture out. You might write it verbatim, which I often did, or sometimes I would write it in my own. This is what I heard God saying. And then then you had probably about six or eight lines. What did it mean to you? And that's how I started journaling. Uh, I did do some journaling through uh, college, uh, but that was more of a you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is what happened today. We've kind of talked about this in an earlier podcast. But this was the first time I was journaling regarding what God was speaking to me as I read through the Word. And we had on one page seven days worth of journaling. And so through that discipleship class, I, I really started journaling. And one of the interesting experiences I had was reading through uh, Kings and Chronicles when, and it, I remember it was a summer, my kids were little. I got up early in the morning before the family got up and I would spend anywhere, depending on how much time I had left, five minutes to maybe a half an hour if I had that kind of time. And I'd sit out in a particular area on the couch and I'd have an Afghan on and I'd have my Bible open and I'd begin, you know, Lord, speak to me, your servant is listening. And I was reading through when after Solomon, the kingdom splits in two. And you've got all of these kings for both uh, the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel. And some of them in the north, none of them served the Lord. It, they said oftentimes they did evil in their eyes. And then their son became king and they continued on with what the father did. And then in the southern kingdom, there was a mix of those who served God and a mix of those who did not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, was, that wasn't that was one of the more exciting uh, maybe month or so of scriptures that I read and journaled. But as I got through it, I started looking back at what I was writing. And I realized that God places a lot of emphasis on what you do with your children early on so Mm -hmm. that they are children that serve the Lord with joy as opposed to children who do evil in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. And as a young father, you know, it took a little while, but God began to really emphasize for me uh, the role of what I needed to do as a father to help my children be equipped for their relationship with God. And Again, sometimes in your journaling, you're going to be thinking, God, what are you really talking about? But one of the benefits of journaling is you can go back and read your entries. Uh, You can go back and you can see the growth. 
that you've had in your relationship with God, the things that you've learned. And so in doing that, all of a sudden, you know, one entry 10 years ago, and you read, you know, maybe go back over those first few entries and read and, and then see the growth in your own understanding of scripture, see the growth in your writing style. I, I've I've done that where I've gone over something I've read and then written in mm-hmm. in there, and then I've gone over and I'm like, you know what, I I don't I need to change that, and I actually change what was written in there because <laughs> there's been times like you say it's a growth process, sure, you know, and so you read through something, you write something down, and maybe that's what you understood back when it was your first, but years going over it, you start to glean more. Mm-hmm. Is that I really appreciated that first margin Bible that was given to me, um, because I had so much to lean on. Like I said, from the experience of someone else, which was mm-hmm. really just super cool. It's the handwritten, you know, emotional thoughts from right. somebody that was just an intimate spiritual lesson that I, you know, I got to experience. Um, it was, it was, it's valuable. I know. Um, I know a lot of pastors will do this too, um, in that if if they if they do a funeral for someone mm-hmm. who had a Bible or had uh, margins or or notebooks and things like that, that sometimes they'll have the family get it out and and go through it together, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's like a heritage, it's like oh, it a is. legacy of of spiritual lessons. Mm-hmm. And it's a really neat gift that you can give someone, you know, passing down better than a life of luxury, better than a life of opportunity mm-hmm. is a life of understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the Proverbs, it says that it's, it's, it says it's better to be poor, but know what's to do, what's right. And to have those lessons and things, it's better to be poor and have that mm-hmm. than to be rich and foolish and, and have, you know, all the things in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, those lessons, you know, whether they're for yourself or maybe for someone down the road, maybe even a grandchild or something like that, there's some really cool experiences that can be had and shared uh, through that. I know that that's that's something I've I've seen over the years too. That could be mm-hmm. really powerful. It's interesting uh, since being here in Gaylord now for almost a year, uh, there are two people that come to mind. Who one in particular? has a number of grandchildren and he is going through the Bible and he's journaling, he's underlining, he's emphasizing, and he's passing those down to his grandchildren mm-hmm. as a gift. Uh, one day he'll be gone, but they'll have uh, an understanding of who grandpa was. And there's uh, another lady who's doing the same thing. And, you know, has just faithfully been doing this for years and years and is going to pass it down. And oftentimes when I meet with a family, I do ask to see if their family member, their loved one had a Bible that they marked in. Mm -hmm. I'll oftentimes use that during the uh, funeral or the service of celebration to remind them of what their loved one encountered God, where they encountered God in their own scriptures. Mm -hmm. So we're coming to the uh, last podcast where we're talking about some of our experiences, how to do journaling, how to uh, do those kinds of things so that you can 
more for you grow in your relationship with God, your understanding with God, but we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're encouraging you to email the church or you can email Pastor Jordan or myself. Go to the website. You can get our emails. Mine's gfumcpastor at gmail.com. You can send it to me or Jordan's is. Well, it's jcharleschambers at yahoo.com. But another way to do it is if you're going to the website, um, on the bottom of every page of the website, there's a little uh, message form. And you can just write your message right there, and it automatically sends it to uh, the office. So it's an easy way. You don't even have to remember anyone's uh, email addresses or anything like that. You just go to the website, scroll to the bottom, and you'll see subject line, your name, message. And just write in there what you want to say and again we'd love to hear some of your stories some of the scriptures uh, some of the experiences that you Mm -hmm. guys have had over these last few weeks especially so do that uh do that as a challenge in fact we challenge you to do that so that you can put down you know sometimes we need that challenge what am i going to write well Mm -hmm. i'm going to go through this experience and i'm going to write this down And whatever it is, it is. Again, we will not use your name. We don't want to embarrass anyone. We're just going to simply celebrate with you uh, what God is doing in your life. Again, we are finishing up a 30-day challenge, or we've got one more episode in which we'll share your experiences, but we're finishing up our 30-day challenge of Bible journaling, and we are at the First United Methodist Church located at 215 South Center. We have a traditional 9 a.m. service on Sunday mornings, as well as a contemporary 1045 a.m. Our phone number is 989-732-5380. Call us if you have any questions. Or like Jordan said, get down to our website, go down to the very bottom of the page and, and just enter into the text box what it is you've experienced and and send it to us. And again, we'd love to celebrate with you and to encourage other people too. Uh, That's our heart's desire is to encourage each of us uh, to grow in our relationship with God. And so may God bless you as you continue to uh, seek God, as you, if you're beginning to journal, as you journal with God, and may God bless you.